Hello everyone, this is Severine for episode 3 and I received a few feedback that were amazing because they were not necessarily all, you know, great, perfect, beautiful, amazing, keep going, but very constructive and I appreciate it that now I can improve myself. And one of the feedback was that I'm not mentioning the name of the podcast. So it's called The Growth Mindset Yoga. And you can find it on Spotify, on Anchor, Google, and there's another channel. I'll figure it out. Um, I also have an Instagram and Facebook page that are called birdstudio.yoga. And on these pages, I'll add pictures sometimes. Um, and actually, I'm about to add a picture about you know how the growth mindset impacts your life and what really is the difference between fixed and growth. And for people who are visual, this will be really useful to understand. Uh, another feedback was that I haven't really introduced myself. And so I want to do this. I guess I didn't do it before because I don't really like to talk about myself. But maybe it will help you understand where I'm coming from and uh, trust my words <laughs> and experience. So um, I was born and raised in Paris and I moved in 2012 to the US with my ex-husband and son. We had a daughter a few years later, and three years ago, um, he left. He moved very suddenly to Amsterdam, has a new partner now and a child. Uh, but when he left, it was brutal, very unexpected. And um, he left you know, the kids and I here and moved on. Um, so I've been living in survival mode for a good year which means that I went back to the bottom of the pyramid of Maslow and I made sure we were eating and had a shelter and, um, and love basically around us. I was working at the time at Twilio, which is an incredible company. Uh, I worked there for five years. I was uh, leading a content team in marketing and um, as I was working there, and climbing the ladder, I was noticing that the more, the higher you get, the more you get coaching and and personality tests and stuff that will that really empower you to be a better version of yourself. And already there, I mean, I've always been really interested in how relationships work and and the mind and um, how comes we're so different and so complementary but com competing against each other at the same time. And um, over there, I realized, you know, I didn't really know myself at all before all these personality tests. And you know, it was kind of funny at the time to realize that, oh, maybe I'm the kind of person that's interesting. It was empowering sometimes to, you know, when someone says, well, well you are a leader. And you're like, am I really? I thought I was kind of faking it, but no, no, you're a true leader at heart. And then suddenly you are. This is the power of belief. If someone tells you something and, and you observe it and you agree with it, you can embrace this as a superpower. And it's so important to be self-aware of who you are and what are your abilities and what you're drawn to and what you really don't like and you're very grateful other people can teach you or show you or do for yourself, for you. So that was the first part, I guess. And after my husband left, I. I had to drop my filters. You know, when suddenly this kind of storm hit you, um, you have, you drop. It's like, 
gun down. You, you drop everything. You drop your ego, you drop your filters. You go to people who love you, you get helped, you seek advices, help, support, and uh, you know, you, you don't have any time to waste. And I kind of dropped my filters. And even though I was in a really happy place at my job, I started to, um, I think my career really got a big boost at this time because I suddenly started, you know, to say what I really meant. And, and thought, so if someone was saying something that felt like complete bullshit, I would say, no, this is bullshit. How about this instead? And of course, when you start to speak with your heart and your intuition, then your ideas make sense and you're consistent and you're honest and real and people love that. So I did this <laughs> and it worked out well. Um, and overall in my life, I started to follow my intuition and yeses and nos. I didn't have time to think too much or overthink. I had to be here for my children. And I think this is a little off topic, but I really want to mention this. When you're a mother and your husband is working a lot and you feel like you have a lot on your shoulders, I know the feeling. I was there. But trust me, it has nothing to do with raising your children alone in a country. Even though I have the best support system around and the best friends in the world, it's not the same. Because when you're raising your children alone, whether you are sick, depressed, dealing with the biggest trauma of your life, drunk, or completely out of your mind, they need you. Your children need you. You are not allowed to be down weak or sick because if you are what do they do you know and your children are the most important people and things in your whole entire world and you want the best for them but yes yet the best you can give them is not what you want for them so you fight and you fight more and you're kind of drowning but willing so bad to stay alive that you do anything you can't screw up a pickup. You can't screw up a drop-off. You cannot really f not feel like it one day. You cannot take a break. You cannot go quick to the grocery store. Your daughter is four years old. Well, she was three when he left. And yes, you can ask your friends once, twice, three times. But at some point, you have to realize that, you know, they have their own life. And if you love them, you respect this. You don't want to screw their life either. So you're going to start figuring things out. And you know, it's, it's, all, it's a mindset to be a victim. It's a mindset to be a leader. And you can either say, well, I'm screwed or think, okay, let's be creative. And I'm not going to say I did it all by myself. I had the best friends around me. And one of them, I will say, has gave, given me the most key sentences at this time. One day I was driving with her, we were going to work, we were just commuting, and I said, you know, I'm going to have to spend less money. She looked at me, she was shocked, <laughs> and she said, uh-uh, you are not going to spend less, you are going to earn more. And I was like, yes, this is brilliant, I love it. Okay, how do I do this? And she taught me, she literally taught me. She said, okay, you're going to go to your boss and say, hey, boss, I need more money, but I'm totally down to deserve it. 
So give me a goal that will make me get more money and I'll get there. I'll do anything I can to get there. And when you come to your boss like this and you have a goal and you have a motive, uh, motivation, of course, you know, she's gonna be like, yay, awesome, this is what I want to see here. And many more examples like this one, but if you're raising your children with, your, with a husband, know that you can have breaks, even if you don't feel them. And actually, you deserve more breaks and you can have them, right? And also, you know, at night when they go to bed and it's dark in the living room and you have no one to turn over to or when your son is being bullied and it's all your responsibility. And I'll go over that example too. Or when your daughter is sad, but that one day you just needed to cry the whole night in your bed and you got to stand strong and tell her everything is going to be all right. This is what it is to raise your children alone. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's been the most beautiful journey of my life because I've decided to make it our strength. And the three of us are such a cool crew. <laughs> um, yeah. I love who we became and what we overcame, but it has definitely required to be brave and to drop my ego many, many times and be creative <laughs> about my date nights with one of my children. What do I do with the other? I don't have extra budget for a nanny and I don't want to have my kids feel like I'm dropping the ball on them. So this has been the beginning of my journey and then I I'm gonna make it shorter. I discovered yoga. I had never been to yoga before and someone dragged me to this class even though I said I wasn't into stretching. <laughs> she promised me it was more than that and I experienced it and that's where really the whole thing started. Yoga has been healing me, healing the deepest wounds of my heart because to be happy, you have to embrace your suffering and you have to embrace who you are and what you want. But to do this, you have to go deep and go beyond expectations and filters and ego and ask the real questions. And along my way, so yeah, I I've been still working full time for this company and being a full time mom and dad and I've never ever chosen to have someone else take care of my kids. I've always been here since their dad left. Every pickup, every drop off, it's me. Um, and so yoga has been helping me find myself and um, I've been researching all nights. I haven't slept much over the last three years. <laughs> you know, when adrenaline kicks in, sometimes, you know, you don't need much sleep. And I've been researching the brain, neurosciences, religions also. Like, what is it all saying? What is the answer? And I think the kickstart of all that was that one day in Bali when I was by myself. My children were visiting their dad who is living in Amsterdam and they see him on vacation. Um, they were over there for three weeks. My daughter was four years old and it was already difficult to leave her for, to leave them and especially her because she was a baby uh, by herself. And one day she called me 
and she was in tears and she was begging me to pick her up and to make her laugh. She was crying in her lovey and she said, I don't know where daddy is. And he dropped us off at our grandparents and I don't want to be here without him or you. Please come pick me up. Um, I've cried many, many years because of that thingy. And you know, when your baby's four years old, she's gone for three weeks and she's begging me, get begging you to pick her up. But even by law, you're not allowed to pick her up. This isn't something any mom or dad should ever experience. But through challenges, you always have two options, being a victim or figuring things out, taking the challenge and figuring things out, learning, growing. And that day, I didn't know what was the lesson. I didn't know what was the challenge. And I was literally begging the sky and the universe to tell me, tell me how I could help her if I couldn't be with her. And I think the answer came slowly with yoga, starting yoga and practicing yoga. Of course, I cannot protect her when I'm away. But the reality is we cannot protect our kids for a very long time. We have to teach them the tools to protect themselves, to be themselves, to be in control of their life. And as I was getting empowered by all the self-love yoga was teaching me, and I'm talking about the yoga that's taught in Bali, which is the, the yoga I really want to teach. Not necessarily the workouts we often see in our countries. Yoga over there is a way of living. It's a philosophy. It is not just a workout. It is not just working the breath and the body. It's more. It's there's another dimension. It's about opening your heart to compassion, giving up your anger, giving up your madness and jealousy. And as I was studying yoga, literally studying in the books and the philosophy and, and, and Buddhism, and then I opened to more religions, trying to understand what was the red line. I started to study neurosciences and the brain and mindsets. That's how I discovered Carol Dweck's book. And, you know, all the dots are connecting. You know, if you embrace the present moment, if you go beyond expectations, if you drop your ego, listen to your heart and be aligned, are aligned with your values and move forward genuinely doing what you want and what you dream about, there is no way you're going to miss out on your life. No way. If you are ready to work hard for your dreams, to practice and to listen to your intuition, to what you are drawn to, because no one else can tell you what you unique human are drawn to, then you can be happy and you don't, you're not going to be stressed because you will only hit a wall or a new challenge when you're ready for that new challenge or where you're not when you're not ready yet for what you're working on so this is where yoga and the growth mindset come together yoga helps you release your emotions and emotions most of the time are suppressed we suppress our emotions we don't we don't know what to do with our emotions right we know very well what to do with a broken ankle. We go to the doctor, the doctor is going to give us a cast and um, it will require time, love and patience. But when we have a broken heart, 
we don't know what to do with that. And because it's not visible to the outer world, we don't claim our suffering and we suppress our suffering. We don't know how to embrace our pain. But not giving love and time and patience to a broken heart is not going to solve anything or fix our heart. And it's the whole thing about, you know, we talk a lot about mental health and more and more. Your mental health is the health of your thoughts, is your belief system. And your physical health is the health of your body. But they're very, very closely linked and connected. And when you mentally suffer, your body is, is going to suffer. I'm going to give you an example. If you, okay, picture a bright yellow lemon. Imagine you cut this lemon in two halves and you take one half and you cut one slice in it. You see the juice coming out and it looks yummy and sour. And you take that slice, bring it close to your mouth and on my count of three, you bite into it. One, two, three. You feel it, you feel it in your body. So nothing happened. It was all in your mind, in your imagination, but you felt it in your body. Mind and body are super connected. And the more you can train your mind to, your, to, to avoid your limiting belief, to, to believe in yourself, the better your physical health will be. And yoga helps you release your emotion, be in the present moment, you know, training your mind to be in the present moment, and also improving self-love, developing self-awareness and compassion, taking a pause, integrating. So I'll go more into details with those three things that yoga has such huge power on. So releasing emotions, being focused in the present moment and developing self-awareness and self-love but yeah in a big nutshell and I'm sorry this podcast is longer than the previous ones I really hope you still enjoyed it um this is it this is how the growth mindset and yoga are related um and I guess to close the loop <laughs> about introducing myself um I will say that I've been studying for the past three years what was going on in the mind, in the world, and experimenting myself and healing myself through those tools and techniques and going deep into all these practices and also trying to understand what was going on physically, chemically in my body as I was experimenting those tools. Um, so. This is why I have launched this after-school program for teenagers because the mind starts to spin around 11, 12 years old and I think this is the right time to start training their mind to build healthy emotional patterns that will serve them for a lifetime. Now that being said, you can develop your growth mindset and start practicing yoga at any age, absolutely any age. For those who've never practiced, I see people that are 60, 70, 80 in yoga classrooms and dang, <laughs> they can do things I can't do because they've been practicing for years and keeping their health at the top. So 
you who listen to me, join me in a yoga class. And um, I hope you found this podcast useful. And next time, um, I will tell you about... Hold on, I'm running to my notes. I can't remember what it was. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about how we can deal with our emotions. So, yeah, I just mentioned, you know, yoga helps release emotions. Um, what are we talking about? So I'll talk to you about all these emotions that we go through all day long. Anger, jealousy, um, sadness, joy, and how much they impact our lives and how much we can train our mind to handle them. Have a wonderful day. Love you all, yogis.